Masterminds. You've heard of them, but do you really need to be a part of one? Let's talk about that. Welcome to The Friday Habit with Benjamin Manley and Mark Labriola II. The Friday Habit is for creators, entrepreneurs, and agency owners looking for actionable ideas on how to grow their business and be more profitable. We'll pull from our combined knowledge of over 20 years and interview thought leaders that will inspire you and give you the motivation you need to kick your business into high gear. Buckle up. It's Friday. Happy Friday. It's Friday. I love it. It is Friday. I mean, somewhere, someone's probably listening to this on a Monday, like, screw you guys. How dare you talk about Friday on a Monday? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it felt like Friday every day for the last uh, couple weeks because we were both on vacation. Yes. Yes, it did. I woke up every day like it was Friday (laughs) and every night like it was Friday too. (laughs) Oh man. Did you have a good time with the family? Yes. We took some vacation time and uh, just enjoyed being together, being at the beach, Uh, did some fishing, some kayaking. We had a good time. Yeah, it was solid. Yeah, we did some uh, different beach vacation, but we also did a beach vacation. We did some rope climbing. My my son and my daughter are way less scared of heights than I am. They're eight and 10, but... Uh, I decided to take them both on some big ropes courses to help overcome my fear of heights. So that was <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> help me, kids! I need therapy. It actually wasn't too bad. I, I did it once before, so I, I'm a little more trusting of the uh, the zip lines than I used to be. So is as a ropes course like you're not like swinging like Tarzan from like ro- is it like where it's like a, a maze of ropes that you kind of shakily walk over yeah, and. and- have different obstacles they have like a spider web obstacle and like monkey bars part and they're just like some weird ones where there's like a kayak oh, yeah. in the air that you have to like ferry but you're over. like you're like harnessed right you're like yeah, you're harnessed. it's like watch yeah. out there's alligators underneath kids <laughs> if you fall to your death i'm not coming for you <laughs> exactly so no that was fun though so we, we had a good time Nice. That's awesome. Well, hey, uh, speaking of good times, if you are having a good time listening to this podcast, why don't you go over to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and subscribe to the show and leave a review. You know, maybe just say something that comes to mind. Uh, like, this show is awesome. Thank you. Uh, we love hearing from you guys and we'd like to read your reviews on the show. So, you know, put those in and uh, we'll give you a shout out on the Friday Habit. But today... We're talking about masterminds. Mastermind. What does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? Uh, yeah, you know, it's interesting because masterminds are something that I've I've kind of like heard about. You hear about like you need to get a part of a, you know be a part of a mastermind or you know get a coach, um, get a mentor. Like there's all these things that people throw at you as a business leader and a business owner to uh, get involved with, and masterminds are are one of those things. And so, I mean, the cool thing is, is that both Ben and I have been a part of masterminds and we have a little bit of experience with this and we kind of understand, uh, you know, what it looks like and, uh, you know, really how, how it can benefit, benefit you. For sure. Yeah. I did a quick little bit of research ahead of time because you probably heard about masterminds and I had for a while and I was like, what is that? I don't really quite understand it. And apparently it originally was kind of the, the term was coined by this guy, Napoleon Hill in the 1920s in a book he wrote called The Law of Success. I think he's more well-known for uh, Think and Grow Rich is one mm-hmm. of his more 
popular books that came out later. He's a little bit of a controversial figure for, for other reasons as well, but his, he kind of coined the term mastermind group as kind of describing a group of a few people who meet regularly and kind of help each other solve problems with, you know, input and advice from each other and stuff like that. So it's something that obviously existed even before him, but he kind of coined the term mastermind group. Nice. That's, um, that's very interesting. History lesson on the Friday habit. <laughs> Thank like, you, Ben. Yeah. I feel so smart. I feel like my mind has been mastered. Yeah. <laughs> That's not <laughs> what it means. But let's keep going. It's been <laughs> elevated. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, one thing uh, that might be useful to know about mastermind groups, if you're not familiar, is like, what, what does it typically look like? So, you know, most people recommend you have a group of like four to eight people so that it's not too small where it's not dynamic, but it's not too large where mm-hmm. not everyone has a chance to talk and kind of give input. Yeah. It's like kind of like finding that sweet spot of there's enough people where you can share ideas and get a benefit from each other, but not so many people where it's like, I really don't even feel like I, I get to communicate or ask questions or be a part of the conversation. Right. And I think some people do mastermind groups just as, as part of life, you know, to make their better as people. But sometimes most people, I think do it as kind of as a business, you know, and it's pretty common to join a group that is, um, you know, people similar to you in a similar Mm -hmm. industry or similar, similar place in life or in business so that you can kind of share ideas and help each other out. Yeah. And it's kind of like a good mix, right? Of, of people who maybe are a little bit behind where you are and a, little, a few people who are a little bit ahead of where you are so that kind of everybody kind of gets something from the group. Exactly. Yeah. So a typical mastermind meeting, I mean, every group is different and there's so many different ways to do it, but the ones I've been a part of um, that have been useful, some of the questions that we ask, so we might go around, you know, one at a time and answer a list of a couple questions as part of the, part of the mastermind. So um, one thing we would do is like answer the question, did you accomplish the goals that you set at the last meeting? So maybe we set some goals last meeting. Everybody kind of checks in and says like, hey, did you get those things done you said you were going to get done? Which is great. Builds in that accountability. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe they ask like, hey, what positive things happened in the last week since we last met or last month? You know, What challenges did you face? What new thing did you learn? What do you want feedback on? You know, Maybe there's something in your business that you've been thinking about and you want to bounce it off of this group. Or, you know, at the end, maybe like what goals you want to accomplish by your next mastermind meeting. So those are like some things like a typical meeting might have when you're doing it. And and it's one of those things too, where it's, it can be so beneficial. I think a lot of times as business owners and leaders, you feel alone. You know, there's, there was times where it's like, man, I, I just feel like nobody feels the pain that I feel, right? Like you know, when I have friends who want to go hang out and party or go to the beach all weekend or whatever, I'm thinking like, man, I got to work or I'm thinking about my business constantly. Like you're talking about some TV show you watch and I'm thinking about, oh, I read this book about this new process or I am, you know, trying to teach myself how to be a better copywriter and all these things. And my friends look at me blankly like, copywriting what does that mean you know <laughs> yeah or you're just excited about business and like i'm really like all right nerd, I don't, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't, like this is so boring right now like can we, <laughs> exactly can we talk about something everybody cares about um so it, yeah it is it's fun to be part of a group where everybody's kind of nerding out about the same stuff like oh let's systemize this process you know or whatever it might yes. be so i totally agree yeah yeah so a couple a couple of reasons I think that it's a good idea to start a mastermind group or I mean these could also apply if you are, you know, joining a mastermind group not necessarily starting it yourself, but 
First thing is, I think it's really helpful just to get an outside perspective. Um, so sometimes, obviously, in your business, it's like, okay, I'm so close to this problem that I need somebody mm-hmm. else to give me some advice. But the problem is, you could hire a business coach that costs a lot of money. And also, to me, it's hard to get people up to speed to understand context in your business, right? It, it's mm-hmm. hard to just go to somebody and be like, hey, what should I do? And they don't know what your past goals are, all the things you've tried before. You don't have a history with that person, right? So having a mastermind group is awesome because you can get outside perspectives from people that kind of already know where you're at, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they've already been following you. They kind of know, they know your personality by now, you know? So it's, it's really helpful to get that outside perspective. Yeah, so outside perspective, number one. Number one. And number two is just making learning automatic. Because basically, if you mm-hmm. have a scheduled time where you're getting together with people, then you don't have to think about, oh, what new book am I going to read? What new thing am I going to look for? You don't have to proactively go out there. It's like there's a set-aside time where that stuff's going to kind of come to you because somebody is going to be recommending something they listened to or, or read mm-hmm. or something they learned. So it kind of keeps you even accountable to keep learning. Yeah, and I think that's that's huge. I mean, that's I think something that we all need. We we need to have that accountability, and I think that's a that's a huge part of a mastermind because you kind of feel that peer pressure. You know, it's like oh, I know I got my call coming up, and I know they're going to ask me. I better be prepared. Exactly, and that actually rolls into the third reason I think that you should join a mastermind, which is to achieve more goals. And I think for me, like just like you said, I feel that pressure of like, oh, last last week or last month, I said. Hey, I'm going to finish writing that sales email campaign or I'm going to launch my new website. Like, oh crap. Like if I get show up, I'm going to be embarrassed. Like, you know, and say like, oh, I didn't get to it because, you know, I got distracted or I, whatever, you know? So I think having that accountability, at least for me, is like a huge deal. Well, yeah, it's like that peer pressure too, right? Like you don't want to be the the loser accountability partner, right? Like you don't want to be the loser mastermind group member where it's like, dude, you're a freaking vampire. Like all you ever do is come to this group and drain it. <laughs> don't be a vampire. Don't don't be an emotional mastermind vampire. <laughs> Contribute, you know. That could be tip number five, you know. We can just add that at the end. Yeah, number five. So, yeah, so number three is, yeah, achieve more goals by that accountability. And I I do think that, you know, along with the accountability aspect, I think that just having um, that pressure, like you said, is just really, really helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, Number four, you already kind of mentioned this, but building strong friendships is a huge deal because, yeah, getting that understanding from people that are in the same situation as you, you can kind of build friendships that way. I mean, even you and me doing this podcast is kind of like mm-hmm. doing a public mastermind group. We're just yeah. like, we're kind of like recording our conversation about like what we're trying to improve. And I think that because of that, we're making each other better and we're learning things from each other and from the people we interview. So it's kind of like a public mastermind group in that way. So we get to kind of build our friendship. When we wouldn't get to talk, you're in Denver, I'm all the way in Virginia, you know, so... Yeah. When exactly. else would we have time to like hang out for, you know, 30 minutes, an hour every week or, you know, so yeah, I think it really helps build friendships. And uh, one interesting thing is I talked to this, this guy the other day that does a mastermind group and this kind of blew me away. He said they don't meet every month. They used to meet every week. And then they decided like, guys, we got to ramp this up. Once a week is not enough. And so they started meeting every single day. No way. Yeah, they met every day at the same time in the morning. I think it's like 7.15 they met. And they would meet for just 15 minutes every morning. And there was like their group. And now they're like the closest friends because they see each other every single day right before they get to work. And they say, hey, what are you going to work on today? I'm working on this. The next day, they're like, how'd it go? 
So it's like a really quick feedback loop for accountability and yeah. staying in touch, you know? I was like, huh, that's really interesting. I feel like that would be a really big commitment, but I'm also kind of intrigued that it might be worth it, you know? Well, it's kind of like a, a gym partner, right? Like if yeah. you sign up a personal trainer and they're there at the gym waiting for you at 7.15 every morning, you're probably going to roll out of bed, you know, and on time and get there because of that that thought of like, crap, like someone's there waiting for me. And so on a daily basis, it's <laughs> almost like one of those things where, you know, a lot of us commit to journaling and meditating and getting up early and, and writing out like what we want to achieve for the day. And sometimes you get to it and sometimes you don't, but geez, if you have that call every, every morning, it's like, I better get to those things that I said I was going to get to. Exactly. I, I think, yeah. So I think it could be really cool kind of like rolling around in my head like should are I, we doing uh, this are you and i doing a daily like, call uh, like maybe maybe we should <laughs> the friday habit changes to the 7 a.m habit or i don't know but yeah i just feel like I, I, i'm intrigued by it you know i think it, yeah it could be really useful but no that's awesome so i so if someone wanted to start a mastermind group where do we go man what what's what's the what's the steps um so first thing I would do is just make a list of people to invite to your group. Just think through any contacts you have. Sometimes I'll literally open up my phone and just like scroll through my contacts because there might be somebody I didn't even think about, you know, for something like this. Um, so make a list of a few people. To me, um, if you're starting the group, I think you have a, a unique advantage that you could kind of, since you're organizing the group, mm-hmm. you can kind of pick people that are above you or like beyond where you are that you are like, hey, these people are kind of where I want to be with my business. And because you're kind of performing a service to everyone else and that you're getting these minds together and adding value by organizing it, maybe taking notes or whatever the administrative stuff is, then I think you probably should try to get people that are ahead of where you are because you're kind of offering that service to them. So I would make a list of people that you're like, man, I really want to be like these people. I really want to kind of achieve what they're achieving and start from there. Nice. And then, you know, don't be afraid to be rejected, right? Obviously, if you're, if you're punching above your weight, someone might be like, Hey, I'm too busy, but Hey, thanks for asking. And I actually know somebody else who might be interested in in doing a mastermind. So contact them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I totally agree. And one thing I would recommend is once you kind of create this list is just to um, set up a meeting with these people. So, you know, have a group meeting, group call, you know, if you happen to be in the same town and you're not quarantining, you could maybe meet up for a coffee or something. Basically just sit down and say like, Hey, here's kind of what I want this group to be. Here's the, the advantages I think it could bring to all of us kind of give them that pitch and say like, Hey, you could come up with a name if you want or whatever. Maybe that's a group discussion, but basically say, Hey, here's the value. I think it could add to everybody. Here's a suggestion for the format of the meeting, but kind of include them in that discussion so they can be kind of founding members of it decide how often you're going to meet, decide how new members would be added. Does it need to be a unanimous vote to add new members? What's the cap? You know, just make a few mm-hmm. ground rules uh, and then have everybody make some minimum commitment of, yes, I, I will commit to this for X number of meetings to start and then we'll reevaluate. So they don't feel like, hey, I'm committing this for life, but hey, I could say, yes, I will definitely come to four meetings and then at that point we can all decide, do we want to continue doing this or not? Yeah, because then that relieves a little bit of pressure of, you know, am I going to do this? Do I want to do this? Um, I'm interested in this, but I don't know if this is right for me. And so if you kind of, and I think too, if you set these ground rules in the beginning, it allows you to set expectations. So nobody's feelings get hurt or that everything is clear to say, Hey, we agreed that we are going to do things this way, or we were going to take notes or we were going to start every meeting by, 
going over these things. So I think that kind of relieves any pressure as far as uh, people saying, yes, they know what they're getting into yep. uh, and then the responsibilities that are going to be involved. Um, and it's not just some willy nilly thing uh, because I think at that point, that's when it can start getting becomes something where it's not productive at yeah. that point. Right. Yep. If it's just willy nilly. And so having, guidelines of what it means to be a part of this, what we're trying to achieve uh, and these different rules, like how do we add new members, you know, that just removes all that stuff from the table so you can have more effective groups. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and another thing um, that I think would really help when you're kind of setting this up is to just set a recurring event on your calendar, kind of common sense. But if you can just set recurring event with a recurring video call attached to it, I think that mm-hmm. just makes it simple to keep it automated. I recommend creating like a shared document um, for kind of keeping track of, of notes and goals and resources that are mentioned so that there's like a central resource for everybody. So you could use something like Google Docs or Dropbox Paper or you know whatever other tools you might want to use. In the mastermind group I'm part of now, we also use um, Slack. So it's kind of nice that we have this group on Slack where between meetings, if we want to share a file or shoot somebody a message and ask them a question or be like, Hey, I think I might have a referral for you from this client. Then we have like a nice little community of, of those people in one spot where Mm -hmm. we can kind of get in touch and and talk about stuff even between meetings, which is nice. Yeah. Especially if it's a bigger group on, on, on the larger side of things, then having that Slack channel that you can kind of go back and, and take a look at, or, you know, be, interactive right then and there post it just being through text message or something like that. And then the last thing I would just say is just, I think one of the keys to making this work is just staying organized and staying consistent. I mean, just like us doing this podcast, I think it's just kind of putting in the time, putting in the work over time to be consistent and showing up, I think is the biggest thing. So if you can stay dedicated, I think that will help it be more successful. And one thing that we decided to do in our group is that if you miss a certain number of meetings within a year, then you can basically be removed from the group, which I think is a a good practice. Another thing you could do is like have maybe like a fine, like, Hey, if you miss more than one meeting in a year, then each time you miss a meeting, it's 50 bucks or something. And it goes into the group fund and then the group can use it to do something cool at the end of the year. Without you. Yeah. And you don't get invited. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I got ice cream cones for everybody except for you, Jim. You missed two meetings, (laughs) but we bought it with your money. (laughs) Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so something you know where it just has some type of penalty uh, to where people will take it a little more seriously. And I think we also did with ours was like an entry fee of like, hey, you pay X amount of money after your first meeting. Like, if you decide you want to join, then you mm-hmm. have a joining fee, uh, which I think we said would be returned to you like as a deposit when you leave. So I think what we decided to do was to make it so that you just make a donation to your favorite charity as like your entry fee. And then that Mm -hmm. way people, there's some little small fence to jump over. So make sure everybody's taking it seriously to get started. So yeah, those are the things I'd recommend to get started. I think that's awesome. So to recap, the benefits of it are one, to get an outside perspective, two, make learning automatic, three, it allows you to achieve more goals because you're having that accountability. And then number four really is building strong friendships. You know, you got a mutual understanding. People who meet with you on a consistent basis understand some of your pain points and difficulties, and it allows them to help you with guidance and advice. Uh, and through that, you connect with somebody on a deep level and, and make good friendships. And I think that's really one of the biggest benefits, right, is when you can make friends who are like-minded 
as an entrepreneur is, is a such a huge win. You know, I think you and I, I think that's one is why we connected all those years ago was because we kind of were in a similar life space, had similar interests. Um, and then we're kind of doing things in a way that was like, Hey, why don't we become friends? And then we can talk about all these pain points and stuff. So we kind of have an ongoing mastermind, you know, it's, it's an unofficial official mastermind <laughs> mastermind junior. <laughs> That's right. A mini mastermind. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the action item this week? So yeah, if you were to do one thing to kind of take a step in this direction, I would recommend making a list of people to invite to a mastermind. I would consider people either in your industry or with similar size businesses, or maybe a little bit ahead of you, you know, with some of the skills and knowledge that you'd like to learn. Uh, and then just set up a group call with those people, you know, send them an email, say, Hey, would you be willing to talk about this? Get on a group call and then just pitch your idea to them and, and then see if they're willing to join you. Fantastic. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in today. Whenever that day is, uh, if you want to know more about the Friday habit, head over to the Friday uh, there. You can find show notes for this episode. Uh, you can also find links to our websites and ways to get in touch. Uh, at the bottom of the page, you can download our guide to the Friday Habit System, uh, which will show you how to set aside one full day each week dedicated to working on your business instead of in your business. And if you enjoyed this episode, please go to the FridayHabit.com slash review. That will shoot you over to Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you scroll down, you'll see the reviews there. And we'd love it if you leave us a star rating and a quick review. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, remember to live every day like it's Friday. Friday.